to my podcast, Naomi's Adventures. This podcast is about the adventures that I have while exploring. Welcome to this week's episode of Naomi's Adventures. So I'm at work again doing this recording because I'm always at work. I swear I live here, but it is what it is. (laughs) Um... So in this week's episode, I want to talk to you about the Explorer that we just had yesterday. Today's Monday, so on Sunday, I went exploring with my sister. Um, her channel's Exploring with Bonnie, and my friend Chris, his channel Stanton's Journey. And so the two of us, we went up to towards the lake, and there's an abandoned cement plant there. And a few years ago, me and my brother and my sister went looking... And we really wanted to get in this place, but we were told there was no way in and there was an auction sign. So we're like, okay, they're probably going to redevelop it. So we didn't go. So we went back by it a week ago and we're looking and we're like, it is still abandoned. And the auction sign was gone now. So we told our friend Chris and he had really wanted to see it. So we made plans to go on Sunday. So we were kind of excited. And so I get off work at 9 a.m. I went home and got dressed. We waited for Chris to come over. Chris got there and we headed up to the lake. And so we had this plan where my sister would drop us off on this country road. We would either walk the tracks back or walk through the woods and get there. And then the two of us would go explore and we'd call her when we got done. Well, it started out good. We walked through the woods, and at first the woods, you know, were kind of, they weren't, it wasn't as thick, but then the woods started to get thicker, and more vines, and more tree branches, and trees and stuff, so we kind of had to fight our way the last few feet through the woods, then we finally made it to the railroad tracks, and we walked down the tracks to the abandoned cement factory and it was cool there was this little building that we saw first we were checking it out we didn't really know what it was but you know we were just checking it out and then once we got done with that we started walking towards the big i guess you call them like silos i'm not really sure what the term is for them but so we walked closer and there was a lot of rubble like a bunch of stuff had been torn down you could see a lot of foundations and piles of rubble all over the place so we were walking closer and then so there's like this space in between two of the two side or the one silo building there's a little bit of space in between it like there was stuff above it and then when you go outside of that There was like a walkway, and then there was another one of the silos. So, we were looking at the first building. We went in the area where there was stuff above it. And we were trying to figure out how to get up there to the higher part. Because when you got up higher, there was like a walkway from one to the other one. And we really wanted to see what was up there. So we're checking it out, we're taking pictures, you know, we're doing our thing. And there was like a ledge on this one side, 
on the when you walk in from the tracks, it's on the left or sorry, it's on the right side. <laughs> I don't know my left from my right. I'm sorry. It was on the right side, and my friend Chris climbed up on that ledge, and there was this ladder that went up, and then there were some stairs, and then like some more stairs kept going up farther. So my friend Chris was, I think he was checking out the ladder, I'm not sure. I had walked all the way through to the other side, and I was doing a video looking on the, looking at the other side, and when I turned around, my friend Chris fell off the ledge. I stopped recording really quick, and I was like, Chris, and I ran over. Thankfully, he was okay. He just got shook up a little bit, but I guess... There is a bunch of rope attached to the ladder for some crazy reason. And somehow it got tangled up around his foot. And that was what caused him to fall. So he fell on his arm. And it was sore, obviously. But he ended up being okay. He's just really sore today still. Um, thankfully, nothing is broken. I'm not sure if he's bruised up or anything, I would imagine, but, you know, accidents happen. You're in a place that's pretty dangerous when you're in an abandoned location. People fall through the floors all the time. Um, you know, just bad things can happen. Try to be as careful as you can be, but you can't prevent every bad thing from happening. And it's always good to go exploring with another person in case something bad does happen that way you have that person there to help you or to get you help and so it was kind of nice that I was there but he didn't really need any help so that was good he was able to walk and everything and move his arm and everything okay and so we continued we got a band-aid for his hand because his hand was bleeding a bit and once he was cleaned up and everything and you know he had he had to take like a couple minutes you know as anybody would from falling take a couple minutes because you're a little bit shook up and so we could have called it right then and just bailed but he wanted to keep looking so we kept looking and so we decided to check out the ladder we were going to see if we could go up that ladder but when we were inspecting the ladder, like, it was literally a wooden old ladder that was propped up on the one leg of the ladder was on a cinder block, and the other leg of the ladder was on railroad ties. And those were sitting on top of railroad ties. And you could shake the, the one piece of railroad tie and the whole entire ladder shook. And we didn't even try it. It just did not seem safe at all. There was probably like 10 different ropes and hoses dangling around that area. I don't know why they had some ropes and hoses dangling around. Maybe they were trying to secure the ladder or something. But yeah, I think they failed. <laughs> so we never did get up to the top part of it at all. We were kind of hoping, so there were these small windows right on the ground, and they were 
really easy to cl climb, climb through. Pretty good sized. You know, it wasn't a struggle getting in and out of them at all. Um, and most of them had stairs, like, going down, which was kind of weird, but, you know, whatever. So we did try go down those and walk underneath, but it was literally just a walkway. And there was nothing to see at all down there. <laughs> there were, like, some spots where there was electrical boxes at one time. The boxes were still there, obviously nothing in them or anything. But, um, yeah, there was absolutely nothing. And then, so we were walking around and we were walking around and we looked in a couple of different ones and we walked in one on each side and nothing. We were hoping for stairs to go up, nothing at all. So, and we were walking around and there were these little, the one side, the big silo things had circular holes kind of like windows I guess I don't know it was kind of weird and the other side had square windows or holes so we thought you know look inside those and see what's in there they're different so maybe we might be able to find you know something inside but they were completely empty they were just big round silos I guess um if you looked in the one hole, you couldn't see the silo next to it. It just, the you know, you're just looking right at the one that you were looking in. It was, like, kind of disappointing. Because there really wasn't too much to see. So, while we were there, we did catch a train. And, you know, we do kind of like train watching so that was kind of cool there was two Norfolk Southerns and or two Union Pacifics and three Norfolk Southern engines on the train so that was kind of cool to catch a train right on the lake um but yeah so then we started walking back the train tracks and this is when things got kind of crazy too so instead of going back through the woods because we weren't sure if we could get back through the woods and get out the same way we had come because the how thick the woods had gotten so we decided to walk back the tracks so we're walking down the tracks and you know it's cool we were just roaming down the tracks just looking around nothing to see but the lake on one side then the train tracks and then woods on the next side there's plenty of room to walk, so it wasn't like it was a big deal. I think it was like a service road for the railroad. Um, so we keep walking, and occasionally we look over to the side, and once you get past so far down, there's like a ditch filled with water. So we're like, okay, eventually there's going to be a service road coming over to this road, you know, through the railroad to get to that service road that we were walking down. So we just kept walking a little bit farther. And we're like, we get probably about a half a mile, maybe a mile down the road. And we're like, there is no service road yet. And we thought there would we'd come to one by then. And we're like, well, maybe down there by the signal tower. And that was probably a good two miles away. So we looked at the spot to cross the... It was kind of like a 
the weeds were all like gone so you could walk right up to the edge and some of the water in that ditch line was frozen but not all of it and it was way too wide so you couldn't just like jump across maybe we could pole vault it if we'd had a pole vault or something to use as a pole vault but we didn't so we kept walking and then so we checked you know we got down a little ways and we decided to check the ditch line again to see how much water was in the ditch we were kind of hoping there would be something we could walk across or we'd get to an area where it was really shallow and you know we wouldn't get our shoes too wet but a little bit wet because we both had a change of socks and shoes in the car so we looked and it really looked like um there were just tree branches like broken branches and bark and stuff laying in the ditch it didn't look like there was any water we didn't see any water whatsoever so we go down the steep side of the ditch and we get there and we're standing there looking and like thinking okay we're gonna do this we're just gonna try to get across and then my one foot sinks into the into the i don't know what you call it because when I looked at my foot, it was completely black. And I had light blue shoes on. So I don't know what it was. But, so Chris decided to go first. So he went across and, like, right as soon as he stepped in, he, like, went right through and sank. His feet did. And then he's up on the other side. He made it through pretty easily, no problem. And then he's like, I lost both of my shoes. And I was like, what the heck? And I looked, and sure enough, he lost both of his shoes. Pant legs from, like, the knees down were muddy. They were, like, completely black. And his socks were, like, black. So I'm like, dang it, because I didn't want to lose my shoes. They're, like, Solomon brand running shoes, and I really like them, and they're so comfortable. I'm like, dang it, I really don't want to lose these. So I, like, stepped back a bit, and I was kind of wanting to get a good running start so I could jump and, like... Maybe only get one foot in the yuck and hopefully not lose my shoes. But yeah, so I jumped in and I was kind of close to the other side, but like my feet were stuck. Like I couldn't pull them out. Like I don't know what we jumped in, but whatever it was, it was like kind of like sludge maybe it was really thick and it was really hard to pull your feet up out of there like even if I'd have pulled I was having trouble like my shoes didn't come off but like I just could not get my feet out very easily like they were down in there good and it was like halfway up my shin the stuff was so I was finally able to I like leaned over on the side of the ditch and I was trying to use the weeds in the grass to like help me pull my feet out and I finally was able to get out and I crawled up the side of the ditch like literally on my hands and knees like I cut my one hand up because of the weeds and stuff that I was trying to use but like I was desperate to try to get up the other side and so I made it up there and then I looked down and both of my legs are like covered in yuck. But my shoes were still there. Yay. 
but you could smell it. It smelled like sewage. So I literally don't know what we stepped in. Like, shin deep toxic waste, sewage sludge. I don't even know. But <laughs> it was crazy. So we're walking down the street. Chris was walking in his sock and feet, you know, no shoes on, just right down the middle of the road. And this road was closed, thankfully, so there were no cars coming. Um, my sister did. She was driving my vehicle, so she drove around the road close sign and came out to meet us. It was perfectly safe to do that. There wasn't nothing um, wrong with the bridge. So she came to meet us, and she stopped, and we was telling her what happened. And we were like, we need you to go buy us some pants. <laughs> so we took our pants off and right in the middle of the road, there were no houses, no cars, so it was fine. Um, we took our pants off, both of us did. And thankfully we were wearing skivvies, underwear, and we had a trash bag. So we threw all of our socks and shoes, my shoes, and both of our socks and our pants in the trash bag. And then we just tossed them in the back seat, and we had some, like, baby wipes or disinfectant wipes. Not disinfectant wipes, but baby wipes, like, that you could use. And we were using those to wash our legs off and our hands off and our feet off. And then we put our clean socks on. And then <laughs> it was funny because right when we were taking off our pants in the middle of the road, a train went by. I don't know if they saw anything, but whatever. Who cares? <laughs> we'll never see him again. Um, so we ended up getting in the car. We had the dirty stuff in the trash bag. And we, um, my sister drove to the Dollar General. And she went in and she bought us some sweats. Because that was the only thing she could find. The only store close by. And, you know, we don't want to spend a lot of money on some clothes so she just bought us some sweats real quick and we changed and we put our you know, clean pants on clean socks on clean shoes on and then we went to a bathroom where we could wash up a little bit too but that was just crazy oh man but then so when we left there we were you know we told her all about what happened and we were cracking up laughing so it was pretty funny just like the thought, just seeing him walking down the street with no shoes on, it was hilarious. We laughed about that so hard, like all night long. It's so funny. Um, but then when we left there, we did go to, we were kind of just like, yeah, we don't want to go to any place abandoned. Not really, because we weren't, you know, we're just kind of like a little bit on edge from him falling and stuff, so... We went to kind of like a safe place. We went to a quarry. And we roamed around the quarry. There were some ruins there. And, um, you know, the views of the old quarry were pretty. There, you can go down inside the quarry and walk around. There's trails and stuff. So that was kind of cool way to end the day. Just kind of chilling out. And then we went out to eat. And then he crashed our house because he was kind of sore and tired and didn't want to drive. But... The whole point of this is just be prepared. <laughs> try to be as prepared as possible. We always try to have a first aid kit, um, an emergency blanket, um, 
we always try to have extra shoes and socks because you just never know what's going to happen. We were in Detroit one day and my car broke down and it was like so cold outside. And we were sitting there, it started overheating and we were waiting on a tow truck. We waited over an hour for a tow truck. And we were thinking if we'd had emergency blankets, we could have stayed warm. So... We started packing emergency blankets in our vehicles and in our bags to go exploring. Because you never know when you will need one. So it's always a good thing to have. And then, um, what was it? We were in, we were somewhere, oh, when we were in Pennsylvania. We went to the abandoned um, munitions factory. And it was winter time and it was snowing hard and our feet got soaking wet. We didn't have shoes and socks, just my sister. So she had to go buy socks for us. And we just went without shoes for the drive. But, um, you know, so we learned learned from that experience, make sure you have shoes and socks. So now we're probably going to end up taking a pair of pants just to be safe, too. (laughs) I think you never know when something will happen and you'll need those things, you know. It's always going to try to be prepared and to be as safe as you can when you're out exploring. Because it is a dangerous hobby to get into. But thankfully, nobody got hurt. But there are times when people have gotten hurt. So, hopefully, if you are listening and you are an explorer, be as safe as possible and take someone with you so you don't go alone. So, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. I hope you'll join me next time on Naomi's Adventures.